Bro. Fuck Alvin Gentry. Okay. Holy... <laughs> What's up, guys? We're back. Uh, this is Alvin Swallow Gentry. Your Whistle podcast. Uh, once again, the, uh, the hottest, spiciest takes brought to you by... Two guys recording a podcast in their pajamas. <laughs> yep. The two most elite armchair head coaches in the entire United States. Just call me Bill Sweeney. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we are fresh off watching the debut of the God King. Zion! Which I was kind of... I, I will be the first to admit, I was memeing for like the first three quarters. Oh, well, we all were. We all were. And then... Zion, I won't say single-handedly because he got some really good passes to set him up, pulled his team out of a deficit, and Alvin Gentry rewarded that play by benching his ass for the rest of the game, and they ended up losing. He scored scored 17 straight points. Scored 17 straight points in three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Four for four from three, so he currently has more career three-pointers than Ben Simmons, so... Already, yeah, Already, yeah, yes. yeah. It didn't take long. Mm-hmm. Didn't take long. But yeah, no, I, I was excited to watch it. Actually, more three-pointers tonight than James Harden had against <laughs> the Thunder, Not, so there's that. A lot less attempts, though. Uh, Well, yeah, so better efficiency. Yes. Significantly better efficiency. Yeah, no, what, watching Zion was, you know, it was just funny because you knew ESPN would be slurping all over him the entire time, which... Obviously they did. Like, dude, I originally conceived the Zaywatch segment as a joke. Yeah. And I was eating sushi last uh, a couple days ago, and there was a college game on, and they had, like, Zion's debut on the bottom bar and yeah. commercials for Zion's debut against the Spurs. Yeah. Which, admittedly, almost lived up to the hype. I mean, first three quarters were just... Oh. The first three quarters were Zion on the bench leading up to this game. Yeah. Yeah, Then and then Zion actually got a, a, somewhat of a rhythm going, and then he got, got hot. somewhat of a rhythm going, being allowed to play more than four minutes Who would have thought that being able to play more than four minutes in a single quarter would actually get you in a rhythm? If your concern was load management, why would you not just have him play like the first quarter and the fourth quarter? Or, I... or something. Chopping it up like that was not no. good. I under... Listen, I remember earlier uh, in this series, I talked about how there's a tendency to kind of throw rookies to the wolves and a lot of them get injured. They're not given. I almost feel like this is the opposite end of that spectrum where they were being too cautious. The way that Zion was playing, he was not likely to injure or strain himself. If he's just going to be standing... (laughs) Admittedly, he had, I think, like two or three layups. And... uh, Totally unrelated to that, I had approximately uh, 10 absolutely earth-shattering orgasms <laughs> less than an hour ago. I don't know how that relates. I just, like, watching him score, I had the most teeth-clenching, toe-curling orgasms I have ever had. I mean, I was there for it. <laughs> it was It was beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, our anyway. our upstairs neighbors are <laughs> I mean, the police are probably on their way to service with a noise complaint. Oops. Anyway, uh yeah, no, it's just like dude, I get that you want to keep him healthy for the rest of the season, but if a majority of his play was outside shooting, which by the way, the Pelicans were god awful most of the game. Yeah. From beyond the arc, and then you pull him out for being an effective sharpshooter, which is not something I thought I would say about yeah, him. I, genuinely, I just don't. I, I mean, I get load management and try and making sure he's healthy, but why would you not play him? But your team is down yeah. two to three possessions in the last three minutes. He started the game, yeah. by the way. Do you not typically put your starters in at the end of the game? Well, I mean, why wouldn't you... Okay, if he's not completely healthy, one, don't play him. Yeah. If he wasn't 100% ready, why was he on the floor? Right. So he must have been 100% healthy because they gave him double the amount of time he was supposed to have to come back from his injury. Mm -hmm. Sort of. Well, I mean, close to it. Close to double the amount of time. You You decided to start him. You decided to play him every quarter, 
Why are you cutting him off when he's getting hot? I mean... That... Now, sure, maybe prob- it's very likely that we're outcoming here, and he could have missed his next four shots. But he didn't. And but he was, I don't think he was, so. He was the hottest player on the floor. And if nothing else, he's now pulling the defense to him, leaving other people open to score. Mm-hmm. That is typically what happens when somebody gets hot, is the defense chokes up on them and leaves other people open. So then, open. Th- therefore, Zion's just passing the ball. And and he demonstrated that he can do that. He didn't throw any incredible passes, but he threw the right ones he, for the most part. I mean, he had four turnovers, but... Initially, I wasn't willing to excuse that, but <laughs> being out of rhythm, yeah. coming in mid-season, yeah. first game, your playtime is chopped up like that, I can kind of see it. Some of them weren't exactly this his is, fault. This is why, this is why Anthony Davis wanted out because these, this is what the Pelicans do. I, I have to believe that that is what the case is. Yes, I just, I don't. <laughs> just stupid. I don't know. I just, you know, he got into a rhythm. Every, you know, New Orleans was fired up. They were excited, and then timeout. Zion's out, and well, and also. I want to partially blame the New Orleans crowd on this. Oh, boy. Because they chanted, we want Zion once. And it lasted like... A second. Maybe 15 seconds. Yeah, I know. They need to get If you loud. really wanted him back, you should have... I don't know. Malice at the Palace. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Malice at the Palace, the Pelicans coaching staff. <laughs> One way to do it. I mean, I wouldn't... Go so far as to hurl racial slurs at Alvin Gentry, right, but a good. full cup of soda, eh. I'd probably didn't think about it. Yeah, probably not. Well, I just, I don't. Anyway, anyway, props to him. I think it was a solid debut. If he's allowed to play, he makes a case for being worth all of the. Actually, well, he would have to live up to all of the Zaywatch segments that I've been shitting out for the last seven well, he would have shows to, he would have to actually to with, be worth all of the hype he's been getting. All the hype he's getting, he would have to go toe-to-toe with LeBron and beat him to be worth all the hype that he's gotten. I, Yeah, but the thing is, LeBron's like approaching 40 now. Okay, fine. He's also approaching Kobe for all-time scoring, so... Yeah. You know... He basically has to be a god. That's. It, that's I mean, first off, he is. True. Secondly, True. I reckon this is the last game that the Pelicans are going to lose. Fair. And I wouldn't be shocked if, if Alvin Gentry keeps the shit up if he has to find a new job next year. Yeah. Oops. Like, let the kid play for an extra two minutes and they might have won. How about you just let the kid play? You know, he... <laughs> If you're pussyfooting around, yeah, it's like we said earlier. If you're pussyfooting around, putting him back in because you don't think he's a hundred percent, then why are you don't playing him? Play him in the first place. Yeah. bruh. It's not that difficult. <laughs> yeah, if he's if he's healthy, and he's no minutes restrictions, you play him. Yeah, if exactly. he's if he's not healthy, then don't play him. But oh well. Oh well. It's. Yeah, hey, no. speaking of disappointments, how about the <laughs> NFL playoffs this weekend, huh? Eh, you know, I was excited because I, I thought the Chiefs might lose, and I was happy for the Titans, and then, well, they blew it, and that was kind of sad. I was I was very sad. I mean, the Titans I'm still rooting lost. for the Chiefs because fuck the Niners. I mean, um, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but my... Yeah. Well, let's talk about the games first, and then we'll get into our Super Bowl predictions. Um, so, as you mentioned, the Titans kind of blew it. I kind of figured this would happen because the Chiefs are, they score too quick, and the Titans need a slow, methodical game. And sadly, we now won't get my requested live league video as per last week. (laughs) Mike Vrabel gets to keep his penis. It's very unfortunate. For now. (laughs) For, For now. He has Derrick Henry, so anything's possible. That's true. That's true. You no, it was say, uh, it was a it just both games were just really shitty, which sucked. Yeah, um, they they weren't fun to watch. Oh, that was a theme of sports this weekend. Yeah, I maybe mean, I was watching the wrong shit, but I don't really think so. Well, let's see. I uh, 
I think I stopped watching the Packer game after I think the third quarter, and then I just went and played Goat Simulator and got hammered. So you know. Yeah, as a fair coping strategy, <laughs> I reckon. You know, it's it's whatever. God but damn. that wasn't even a game. No. That was the part that upset me. Yeah, it was like I knew the Niners were gonna win, but that's the thing. Like I thought, I thought that they were gonna win. Um, but I, you know, I thought you know it's green. The Packers have a chance, but and then so the. So the Packers kick the ball off. They get a stop on their first on the on the first drive, and it said, "Oh, great! They got a stop. Awesome! Let's let's do it." And they go three and out, or they got a couple couple first downs, punted. Then the Niners score, and the Packers punted, and then the Niners scored, and then there's the fumble, and then it was just like, "Oh, nothing's changed." Cool. How unprepared were you guys? Then there is the thing that came out today of Matt LaFleur uh, saying that he was incredibly disappointed with how his players just didn't seem to care. They were just, they weren't playing hard. And um, it's the fucking NFC Championship game, and you're just lackadaisical. You're a game away from the Super Bowl, and you can't be asked to try? Cool. Bruh. They really didn't deserve their 13-3 record. I mean, yeah. They I, got it. I mean. I don't think they deserved it. I mean, you could say the Lions game was arguable. Um, oh, well, both Lions games, actually. <laughs> yeah. They came back against the Lions. And, although they. Packers arguably could have been 5-11. and 11 Eh. If, you know, you didn't play the Lions twice a year. <laughs> I mean. Or 11-5, You can say the same thing about five. the Patriots every year. I mean. They've. The thing is, is the Patriots I don't, have a good defense. I mean, thought the Packers under did. all circumstances. Like I said last week, the Packers are really bad about giving up chunk plays. Yeah, that's an, yeah. And what did they do? Gave they up. got chunked and let the porn star throw the ball like five or eight times. And yeah, I they did show a stat during the game that like I think it was in the third quarter. Jimmy G was still single digits for passing attempts. Yeah. How is that a recipe for success, dude? You've <sighs> got to commit to stopping the run. Yeah, I mean, like I've said, what I've said all season. If you make Jimmy G play quarterback and you and you make him make the Niners beat you with their passing game, you'll win. But the thing is. All of the super, like, defense-centric teams are out. Yeah, they just, yeah. well, now they have to play against Patrick Mahomes, so... Well, yeah. But, so I guess moving on to my Super Bowl, that's kind of... Everybody that I have heard so far is picking the Chiefs. Thank God. My heart wants to pick the Chiefs. My mind says pick the Niners. Eh. I think I think the Chiefs I, are a better defense than the Packers overall, and I think that maybe there's, there's no there's no way in hell they can keep up with the with the Chiefs offense. No, but but I will say this: I don't think that the Chiefs' defense is good enough to, as you say, make Jimmy G play quarterback. Right. I, I don't think they're that good. And so if the 49ers get to impose their will, the well, 49ers I mean, if, get the Lombardi Trophy. If any team gets to impose their will, they win. That's kind of Well, yeah, but if if the Chiefs can't... Well, no shit. If the, if the Chiefs can't stop the run game, they're going to lose. Yeah, no shit. But I just don't think they can. And God, I hope not. I'm not putting any money on it. I'm not betting anything. I'm not either. Except for my dignity as a... As a gas bag sports I, podcaster. I lost that long ago, so it doesn't really Cause, matter. Because that means a lot. I'm picking the 49ers. Uh, well, I might as well bet on the 49ers, so the Chiefs will guaranteed to win. Damn it. I've been sabotaged. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> no, I... The only force more powerful than luck is Michael's betting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think this is coming from, you know, I mean... I hate the 49ers, but if I was realistic about the Packers and if I was going to if I was going to bet I would bet the Chiefs. I just think that the Chiefs are, they just have such a high-powered offense. Um and 
I think their defense is good enough. They're not great, but I think I think that the Chiefs defense can get a turnover, or you know, or tur- turnover I mean, two. Or, yeah, but that is my other prediction for the Super Bowl. Is that whatever the over is will be exceeded, and whichever team gets to drive last is yeah. probably the team that's going to win. Yeah. Also, something I saw was that was really interesting that I think is bullshit. What's that? Uh, that uh, Kyle Shanahan apparently was talking to a, I don't know if you saw this video, but he was talking to a ref and he basically called a play, and he basically told the ref before the play he said, "Hey." Watch out for a Kittle because the Packer the Packers gonna hold them here. That same play, which was by the way, I think it was later in the game when the Packers actually were kind of starting to get it moving a little bit. They wouldn't have won, but you know they would have had a chance maybe. Um, and that same play, they called a flat flag on like a third and eight. They called oh. for holding, which I think is bullshit because that's kind of it's kind of putting it in the ref's mind. Say, you know. Oh, there's going to be a hole in this play, and every maybe any little bit of contact he sees, he's going to throw the flag. Where, where I guess I didn't see this play. Was it a hold? I, I, I think I wasn't even watching the game at that point. I didn't really see it. Because um, that's my point. Because to me, that could just be good, good coaching. It's like I've drawn up this play well, that might yes. not necessarily succeed, but I know that this defense can't contain it without maybe getting a flag right so i mean if you want to outlaw coaches saying anything to refs i guess but i mean i think you drop the play to draw to to draw a flag and then you incentivize so basically what i what i heard what i saw was how i guess shanahan knew that with this move i guess he had like kill kind of going in maybe and if he kind of cuts in that's what the packers have been like I guess what they went over in film, I guess, a lot. And so instead of Kittle going out, basically it's either they get beat or they have to gra- They basically have to grab him. And my thing isn't, you know, if it was a flag, it was a flag, fine. But I'm not really a fan of the fact that he was... Of calling your shot? Well, no, no, no not that. It's the fact that he's, like, in the ref's ear about, like, hey, this is going to be a hold. This is going to be a hold. It's like... Even if it was, it's kind of like putting it in his mind. I guess that gets to an interesting psychological point because it depends on, I guess, the ref's threshold for that because it's like if you tell somebody something, they're going to be looking for it. But I feel like if you say something and it doesn't fit the exact definition, it might almost have the opposite effect. I, I don't know. It's an interesting conversation. I just kind of... You know, you know what I mean? If I tell yeah. you I drive a truck, but it's actually a Subaru Forester that instead of having the station wagon back has a truck back. Yeah. That's not a truck. <laughs> right. But it is under a certain definition. I mean... I don't know. I, it raises an interesting point. Um, I don't... I, I kind of agree with you. I don't necessarily like yeah. the calling it beforehand. Mm. I like the idea of drawing up a play that's like... They're oh, no. gonna have to cheat to stop that's this. Fu- I mean, that's fine. That's I mean, how they should call plays. I mean, but if you have to, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of a gray area. I don't know that I like calling stuff out before it happens. Like obviously, if, if like if they ran it twice and, and Shanahan was like, called. "Watch it this yeah, ex- time." Exactly. Exactly. I guess that makes that makes that would go over a little better. Right. But, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get like, where you're. But if they from. if they run it in, you know, and there's a blatant hole that's not called, and Shanahan says, "Hey, you guys, I think you guys missed a couple holding calls." Run look. it again, and it happens again, and it's then like, you get okay. Started. That's fine. Yeah, that's different. But, yeah. No, I I can kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah, but oh well. Oh well. And uh, speaking of disappointing outcomes. Oh God. What was it? UFC two forty nine. Awesome. Something like that. Yeah, that was this weekend. Last weekend. Well, or two weekends. That ago. was this most recent. Whatever. You were you weren't here this weekend. No, I wasn't. I said you weren't here. It was two weekends ago when you were here. No, it was Saturday. Oh shit! You're right. Hmm, all right. How hard did you hit the bottle after the Packers lost? Um... That you forgot the preceding day. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't. I mean, I. Yeah. No. I okay, remember. You're right. Because right. I tuned into this fight yeah. on my laptop while I was watching a movie with my dad because I was out of town visiting some friends and yeah, family. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I just, I just figured that you, uh, that we always watch UFC fights, so I figured you were here. Guess the fuck not. That's fair. Oops. That's fair. Oh well. And and, uh, retards, I know. and as everybody knows, Cowboy went down in the first round. <laughs> I first round first quarter of the round first quarter of the round as we basically said he's gonna stand there and take shots until he drops what he happened he take two he shots. stood there took shots dropped yeah gives connor a tko <laughs> yeah connor could be probably oh slated for like august i would guess connor's gonna get destroyed again probably yeah well i was i was a Cerrone. uh Went away from eighty dollars, which kind of sucked, but oh well. It'd be like that. You really think the UFC is gonna let their most like true name brand? Yeah, yeah. I think I saw a stat where I think Connor was I think nineteen for twenty on strikes, and Cerrone didn't touch him. Jesus. I mean, it was as bad as it can get. Title fight, by the way. <laughs> wow, some title fight. Well. Technically. I mean, I know it was slated to go five rounds. I mean, I... This fight started, and it was just like... for Within five seconds, it's... Oh, crap. Oh, crap. It's over. <laughs> Oops. I, like, looked up and looked back down, and Cowboy was getting worked, and I was like... Yeah. Cool. And then I looked up to see a little bit more of the movie. Over. Looked down. TKO. Yeah. Like, sick cool sick man cool yeah oops oops and that was uh that's our uh, analysis was... and that's our analysis yeah because it was a short fight so it's a short analysis what do you want <laughs> i who knows man okay um so next i actually this was a segment that i thought an of. original segment an original segment no. for once uh not exactly an oh. original name uh, this is uh, $10,000 babies. So, the question posed, uh, if any one of our four followers on Twitter wants to respond, is there any piece of sports memorabilia that you would spend $10,000 of your own money on? Yeah, I honestly hadn't thought of it since you first asked, and... I right, why don't you go first? Give me time to think. Okay, I'm going to be honest. There is no piece of sports memorabilia I can really think of that I would drop 10 grand of my own money on. And this largely comes from a place where if it's cool enough for me to spend $10,000 on, it's worth a lot more than that. Okay. I mean, you and I walked around that oh, uh, sports yeah, memorabilia yeah. shop inside of the Caesars Forum shops yeah. that one time. Everything cool was like 20 grand, 20 50 grand. grand. They had like the original uh, charter papers for Apple, and yeah. I think those were like a hundred thousand. There was also the uh, like the baseballs of every like NL and AL MVP, and the collection by like together was like, I think it was like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, which includes like Jackie, Babe Ruth, like yeah, yeah, some real names. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I I cannot think of something that I would spend ten grand on because it would have to be something. Fairly visible, right? Yeah. Because I would not spend ten grand on, you know, a game used puck or something. No. Like I would spend ten grand on like a puck that won a game. Yeah. But that's gonna be way more than ten grand. Yeah. Like there's no way that like. And also, there's no game winning puck that I necessarily want because, <laughs> the, you know. Um. Uh. Uh. A yeah. puck that won the Stanley Cup for the Golden Knights would be much more than $10,000. Yeah. I... That or it would be, like, framed and, like, hung from the middle of the yeah. fortress for, like, the next six years, but... Yeah, mm, that, too. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that kind of made me think about that was maybe, like, a game-used, like, Super Bowl football from Super Bowl 45 with, like, if it's, like, signed by Rodgers and stuff, you know, but that's gonna be... But would you spend ten grand of your own money on that? Oh, this is the crux of this segment because yeah. this is not ten thousand dollars that is given to you. 
This is your own money. Oh, mate. Okay, maybe if it was Aaron Rodgers' like game used jersey, then I might. So that you could wring it out and try to drink the sweat out of it, or like that's disgusting. No. <laughs> um, that is taste what Danica tastes on the weekends. Mmm. <laughs> oh my! I would I would pay fifty thousand dollars for that game used Zion jersey. Ooh. Wring that out. All good. Pay fifty thousand dollars for Zion's game used cup. <laughs> I mean, with a lot more. Yeah, $10,000 for a signed Gardner Minshew jockstrap. Perfect. Perfect. No, yeah, I mean legitimately. Because <laughs> that was the other bit of this. It's like, I bet we could go online and find a Super Bowl forty-five Aaron Rodgers game used signed football. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot more than ten grand, though. Yeah. How about this? What of, nin- what of Ninja's game used Fortnite mouses? I mean... The thing about that is, <laughs> that's definitely less than $10,000. Yeah, well, um, I'm also not saying anything that's ninja related, so. Could, I wonder if I could get the headband that Ninja oh, wore during his uh, oh, God. Uh, Madison Square Garden uh, <laughs> New Year's Eve show. I'm not seeing enough movement. I, I, would, I would not pay $10,000 for that. I wouldn't take that if it was free. I would. Are you kidding me? I would frame that. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It commemorates one of the cringiest moments on live television. That is true, but, like, it's Ninja. Yeah. The most epic gamer in history. Obviously. The Like, what the mainstream has decided a gamer is. I mean... Somebody with dyed blue hair and anger issues. I... You know. Yeah, no. Oh, sounds about right. I stand by it. I would absolutely frame. I would, yeah, I would absolutely frame the Ninja MSG headband. I am not. Or not MSG movement. Though, okay. Not. It wasn't Madison Square Garden. It was like Times Square. Times Square. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> you know, I. It's not a whole lot, but you know, that's it. Definitely an interesting question because it's it's completely different. It's like, oh, here's ten grand. Go buy whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, that is a totally different question. Now, if you did have ten grand to spend, what realistically do you think you could get sports memorabilia wise? That is a not exactly, but like between nine and eleven thousand. Well, I had to use those numbers, huh? Um. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um. Honestly, I. This is completely coming off of just hope and wishful thinking. But if uh, if Bubba Wallace ever won a race or Daytona 500 or, God forbid, imagine if he won a championship, Jesus. Like, I yeah. Like, maybe, like, one of his helmets or, like, a piece of... You know, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Like, a, like a race used yeah. helmet. But the thing is, don't doesn't he usually... Or most drivers usually have, like, one or two? They have They have a decent amount. Yeah, I mean, they have a few, but they, I think they usually get new ones every year. So, mm. I mean, like a helmet. But or like, a how many wheel. do they go through in a year? Uh would you guess? I think it's like, I think Bubba actually posted like his helmets for this year. I think it was like three. It was three. Okay, yeah. So, so my only point about that is, if it's only three, mm, yeah, one of them is going in a glass case in his house. Yeah, yeah. One of them is probably going in a glass case at RPM. So do you think that the third one is only ten thousand mm, dollars? Yeah, good point. Maybe a piece of his fender. Yeah, I mean that's like more try, try to get signed. Race used tire. That'd be badass. That's probably let. That's probably significantly less than ten thousand dollars, though. I mean, and it's definitely not signed. Why not? That'd be so good. Just fine. go to an <laughs> autograph signing. And like, <laughs> hey, funk. Here's a tire. Sign it. No, what I will say. Uh, the one time that I worked the gate at an NHRA event, oh boy. you would not believe the amount of people carrying used <laughs> drag racing tires out. I stopped one dude. I was like, what are you planning on doing with that? And I actually got a very reasonable oh response. Boy. He said, I'm going to cover it in lacquer and turn it into a coffee table. 
I was like, oh, oh cool. okay. All right, That's fair enough. Because nice. then I asked somebody else, and they were like, I don't know. Race used tire. I was like, sick. I, too, want my living room to smell like burnt rubber. I mean, why not? <laughs> or, realistically, my junk pile next to my car. Or, like, yeah. for it to sit in my garage. Basically. <laughs> put on your put on your car. <laughs> yeah, there's some... <laughs> there's some issues with that. It's like... You know. I can't figure out why my car is constantly pulling one direction. <laughs> hmm, I wonder why. Because hmm. one has a racing slick and the other three are all-weather tires. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, something racing would be pretty badass, but... Do you think you could get, uh... Do you think you could get anybody's steering wheel for $10,000? I feel like you could. I feel like you could. But... Like who's what's the most like recognizable racer you reckon you could get a steering wheel for ten thousand? Mm. I have no clue. I mean, like it would have to be somebody within the last six ish years because I feel like anything beyond that is probably worth more. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, like. Like, are you saying do you reckon like you could get like a, a like a Corey LaJoy used wheel for like oh. ten thousand? Oh yeah, I I I don't know if there'd be a wheel that could go for ten thousand ten thousand dollars. Oh, absolutely. There's a wheel that could go for ten thousand dollars. Well, okay, Dale. Not even that. Any of Chase's wheels probably oh, go well, for more than ten thousand well, dollars. Any of Dale Junior's wheels go for more than ten thousand dollars. This is again assuming that you can even buy them. Yeah, but. I, yeah, no, I, I reckon that that, if you were to actually get into, like, the Monster Energy series, it would mm. definitely be, like, more of a backmarker team. Perfect, Bubba. Yeah. I think even he might be a little too name brand. I, well, I mean, I, he's actually, like, a likable person, so. I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Do you um, think we could get... Like a, a a Starcom used oh, wheel yes. for like ten grand. <laughs> Again, we, we don't have ten thousand dollars, but if we did, you know, forget a down payment on a new car, mm-hmm. any kind of upscale Les Paul, ooh, any kind of boutique amplifier, oh. like fuck fresh golf clubs. We want a a race used wheel. Yeah. Uh, let's see, race used steering wheel. Uh, let's, let's just try Dale Junior. We're doing deep and intense research now. Please hold. We're trying right now. Uh. Is that even something that you can buy? I I'm trying. Oh wait. Because it's kind of a weird piece of sports memorabilia wow i found something and now i can't even like the website's all messed up oh of course of course bit open okay i guess that had no bids on it what was the starting bid like 150 150 yeah for what uh dale jr signed signed uh steering wheel but was it race used yeah it wait what really mm-hmm. do i just not understand the sports collectible market is is that a what little it bit is? i think i mean I, I, yeah i was gonna say I, I don't think a lot of like steering wheels are that expensive um yeah race use and autograph custom wheels um but again you're not considering the fact that there's definitely people out there oh no no for sure you're who right. would take a dale jr race used <laughs> wheel and put it in a dehydrator so that they could try to drink out any of the sweat that seeped through his gloves into it <laughs> yeah you're not wrong but that is Whoo! <laughs> wow uh oh wait uh Denny Humlin. No, that's not helpful. Can we get a Denny wheel for less than ten thousand? Well, I'm on uh, Martin Truex's like foundation because you can apparently bid on like 
use and autograph custom wheels, and it's not letting me go to the site. So it's that's upsetting. Yeah, not that we would want one of those anyway, but <laughs> you know, we'd give a good idea of market value. What yeah. is this foundation for exactly? Cancer research? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, I forget. I forget what cancer is. Uh, I think it was. It, but it's like the kind oh no uh, ovarian cancer. Oh, his girlfriend had ovarian cancer. Good cause, bad spokesman. Facts. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't think the wheels are that quite that expensive, but I mean, hey, just wait until I figure out how to mount it one in my truck. Oh god, <laughs> I don't have a horn anymore, but goddamn it, it's so worth Neom. it. Neom. <laughs> imagine how heavy the steering would be on that. Yeah, it would probably be pretty intense. Yeah. Worth it though. Facts, because you can be you can be like Dale. Yeah. Well, not really, because I drive everywhere wearing a seatbelt. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Let us consult the mystical whiteboard. Yes. Um, oh, perfect. Let's just go to the bottom of the list and the um, very bottom. Yes, the very bottom. Oh. The bottom of the list and the bottom of the barrel, huh? <laughs> Antonio Brown. As a, as a wise wordsmith once called him, Clowntonio Brown. <laughs> King. Yeah, um, this man, yesterday his trainer got arrested for, like, battery and... I think that's the same thing he did. Um, but Is it for the same incident? Do I think so, yeah. But, uh... Antonio Brown was, I guess, uh, he's now wanted by the police for battery, which apparently what happened was these movers were, I guess, were at his house, and he chucked a rock at him. For doing what? I don't know exactly. But he's basically uh, been, he basically has a warrant out for his arrest with no bond. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. This man. So went, is he posting on his Instagram story right now, or? Uh, that's a good question. Maybe. Let's, is, is he on Twitter at all? I mean, I feel like he probably is. I mean, probably. I mean, if John McAfee's on the run from the U.S. government, but still times, still finds time to tweet about who he thinks actually killed Jeffrey Epstein, there's got to be. Let's see. There's got to be watched? time for Antonio Brown to be running from the Hollywood, Florida PD. No, there's there's nothing. Really? Nothing on his uh, Twitter or Instagram, at least. Let's check his Twitter. <laughs> Again, cutting-edge research Yeah. here at the Swallow Your Whistle podcast headquarters. Uh, well, his pin tweet is no more, no more white women 2020. And then his last tweet was 12 hours ago where I guess he posted a, a new track by himself on SoundCloud. So be sure to go check out AB on SoundCloud. I'm sure it's just fire. Better or worse than Le'Veon Bell? I, ha- I have no clue, but I would assume worse. I would assume so, too. So, is AB's next tweet going to be from Ethiopia, then? Or, like... Mexico? I don't know. Who knows? South Africa. Yeah, probably. Based on, based on that hashtag, I'm betting his next tweet <laughs> is going to come from him hanging out on the beach in South Africa. Yeah, I... This dude really went from a Hall of Famer who was known to be kind of a diva, but he worked his ass off, to... Holy shit, what is wrong with this dude? That or his next tweet is going to be him standing in the middle of the uh, Death Star. Yeah. Like in the middle of the field at the Death Star. Yeah. And then, breaking news, AB uh, promptly arrested by Vegas PD authorities. uh, After trying to blow it up. Caught doing 180 (laughs) in a 45. That sounds about right for him. Or... Former star wide receiver Antonio Brown killed in shootout with Las Vegas police. <laughs> yeah, it, AB, it's gonna be. There's gonna be a. I'm pretty sure there'll, there'll be some like Netflix or like Thirty for Thirty documentary on him in like the next five years. Is this gonna be before or after he does a Viking funeral while still being alive? probably after actually no more white women 2020 is what's going to be emblazoned on the side of yeah, the oh yeah. biking ship that oh yeah he lights on mm-hmm. fire yeah with his however many luxury cars he can sneak onto in the middle of the night yeah basically sneak out of the hollywood florida impound lot <laughs> yeah no he, he dude is just i you know 
I definitely did not want him on the Packers last offseason, and we I we definitely I clowned you for when he uh, signed I the was, Raiders. I was willing to take the clowning. I and, was like cautious about it. I was like, yeah, maybe he's changed. And then I was like, oh no, he definitely nope. hasn't changed. Nope, he gotten he's gotten worse. He's gotten a lot worse. Yeah. And this just again brings me back to holy shit, Mike Tomlin. I don't know how the hell you did this. He's a player's coach, but I guess we can say that unironically because if he was able to keep it to that minimal yeah. level, that's some impressive people management. Yeah, it, I give Mike Tom a lot of props because holy crap, AB would have been cut a long time ago if he was doing this kind of stuff. I mean, the dude managed to put together a passable season with Mason may or may not have hurled racial epithets at Miles Garrett Rudolph and, and Duck Hodges. Devlin Duck Hodges. And they still had, like, an okay season. Yeah. I think he deserves some credit for that. Uh, yeah, he does. And meanwhile, Le'Veon Bell's in New York. Probably gonna get, he might get cut in two years. Could be. Could be. Yeah, it was, uh... What, you, you know, you can't really go a few days without some new Antonio Brown story coming out. Because... The nice thing is, like, once he's you know, like, in jail, we probably won't hear as much. Although AB oh. is definitely the type who would keister a phone so he could tweet from prison. Do Instagram lives from his cell. <laughs> Do Instagram lives of him cussing out the guards and throwing his phone out the window. <laughs> Yo, this is my celly. Dumb cracker. <laughs> Oh no! I can't wait for that. I can't. I can't wait for him to uh, Instagram live the the verdict. Oh, dude, he's gonna be Instagram <laughs> living in the courtroom. Oh my god, Mr. Brown, please put your phone away. Bailiff, take his phone. I'm being assaulted. There's no justice. Yeah. Law enforcement can't get anything right. Yeah, basically. So. That'll be a lot of fun. I can't. I can't wait for that. I mean, yeah, dude's career is over. I. I am. I am just desperately hoping he joins the XFL. I mean, is the XFL gonna allow? Get with all that AB has done. Do you really think he can get a suspended sentence to play in the XFL? Fair. Good point. Probably not. I wouldn't. So. Although one day ago, the official XFL uh, account, so AB tweeted, live in the moment, not working it. And the XFL tweeted at him, gotta have a job to work in it. Oh my god. So. He's not going to get a job in the XFL. Oh, He's no, going to start the uh, ABFL, which he, will not play a single game. Yeah, also apparently uh, PFT. Yeah. Uh, so he did a tryout for, uh, the XFL as a kicker. Did he make it? I don't know, but I'll show you the video after. It's glorious. Nice. Uh, so PFT, uh, tweeted about four hours ago, XFL update, just got off the phone with Coach Pep. We'll post video tomorrow detailing the full tryout and results. Stay tuned. And, uh, XFL responded and said, tomorrow's the day. Drop your predictions about at PFT commenter's future with the XFL here. Wow, the, good for him. The first comment was, make the team but fail the drug test. <laughs> okay, well. So we will see. I'm, we we will see. You know, PFT looked hilarious, although I'm not going to lie, he wasn't a horrible kicker. No. He's really not, so we'll see. All right, well. Good luck, good luck PFT. Good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> yes, Antonio Brown... He might be in jail. He might die somehow because, you know. Or he might pull an Aaron Hernandez and just kill someone. Or himself. Well. I don't wish that on anyone, but like. But like. He's kind of messed up in the brain and it wouldn't surprise me. Little bit. Little bit. But, you know. Moving on from AB because, well, let's just. Hey, let's go from one disgraced athlete to another. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, who are you talking about? Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where's the gun? I don't give a 
Fuck, man. Delonte West. Most notable for screwing LeBron's mom. Um, that was his biggest King. career accomplishment. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, there's two videos that came out. One where apparently Delonte... So Delonte West, keep in mind, was in the NBA for a few years. So he's made... He made millions. At least a few, At least, yeah. It's a couple million. Enough that you should be able to live comfortably very easily. Um... And so have enough money that petty traffic squabbles don't get to you. Yeah, but basically this person filmed Delonte West laying on the ground getting the shit kicked out of him with a and apparently it started when Delonte West threw a bottle at him or tried to hit him over the head with a bottle, so how are you acting like trash after having an <laughs> NBA contract? Yeah. Delonte is definitely one of those 85% of professional athletes oh, yeah. that well, go broke after I mean, they're out of the league. He's living on the streets, so yeah. Yeah. And then there was a video of him that you mentioned, that you uh, said earlier, where quoted. I guess it was, yeah, quoted that the, there was police officers that were trying to talk to him. It might have been about the same instant. I'm not sure exactly, but they were kind of asking him, like, you know, did he have a gun? Where was the gun? And his response was, I don't give a fuck, man. In a very slurred and, like, obviously... Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't give a fuck, man! Uh, very high, obviously high voice, and... Yeah, it was... It was really tough to see, although... It's I, hard to watch anybody do that. Yeah. But, uh, I guess apparently Des Bryant tweeted about it and said, we gotta get this guy some help, so hopefully with the social media... Everyone, you know, everything's running social media, he can get some help, because... Dear Dude God. needs it. Yeah. Well, we all know LeBron's not going to help him out, but... <laughs> Probably not. You know. You know. Yeah, Delonte West, I hope you get the help you need, bud, because holy Jesus. That was that was rough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And on that really depressing subject, you got anything else? I mean, you can talk about the last thing on there. Oh, yeah, shit. Um, to briefly sell me on this. Well, I mean, sell you on it. We could probably find a... Well, you're not going to be here this weekend, but... Yeah, exactly. probably a Rolex 24 drinking game. Um, anyway. Y- yeah, it's called the liver family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the Rolex 24... Uh, the Rolex 24 hours at Daytona is this weekend, which I'm excited about because it's, just, it's racing that's not staged and like mim- gimmicky so that helps it's not staged it's, al- it's also like 24 straight hours of racing um but yeah there's a lot of i forget exactly who's involved in the race but it's like you know there's a million or not, there's like a bunch of different classes you know lmp1 lmp2 gt3 um and i know that penske has a couple en- they have a couple entries so hopefully they do well but you know, i'm looking forward to it obviously I'll probably fall asleep to it when I go to bed on Saturday. And then wake back up to it on Sunday <laughs> yeah, morning. Yeah, because I think it's, if I remember correctly, I think it's from like 8 a.m. Saturday to like 8, 8 a.m. Sunday, I think. Yeah, um, I think that's correct. Yeah, no, but seeing the cars at night is pretty badass. Yeah. Um, But it's, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, It'll be on constantly, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, good passive entertainment, right? Yeah, I mean, but no, it's, it should be fun. I, I just hope that it's not a, like, you know, the leader isn't ahead by 50 laps. Ooh. Because I did, I did see, um, the live stream that I, I watched a dude, not the entire time, obviously, but I watched a dude do a 24 hours on iRacing and I think they completed like seven or 800 laps. Good lord. <laughs> so, yeah. That, um. That'd be fun to do once. Yeah. Like, I do, I, I do think it would be fun to do. Maybe. Like, once. But after that, like, oof. Ugh, dude. So, uh, you know, Ian, get a wheel. I 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be happy to get a wheel once we get a sponsorship of some kind, mm. but that isn't going to happen either. Well, you know. My bookie, you sponsor everyone else, sponsor us. <laughs> can we be sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends? I'll shill for it. <laughs> Manscaped, can I be sponsored by you? I mean, they're sponsoring everyone else. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a call. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. It, it, it's from a phone bank. Press 6 to hear no, but again. And more forceful this time. <laughs> 6. <laughs> No! Oh. Well, shit. That sucks. Well, maybe once we get more than five listeners, we can uh, get sponsored. Yeah. You know. That would take... uh, uh, That would take a lot. (laughs) I don't know. I I could have a sponsorship coming, but... Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, Yeah. I mean, hey. I guess we'll have to see about that. Yeah, no. Well, that, that about covered everything we, we had planned, and I think... Do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, well, let's see. Rolex 24. Gonna be fun as hell. Zion. Already better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, already. Already. Confirmed. Confirmed. Uh, uh-huh. McGregor, he back. Always gonna get shit kicked by Khabib. Or if that happens, I mean... <laughs> Now, okay. We'll have to see about that. What do you think would be a bigger mismatch? Him versus Khabib again or him versus Masvidal? Probably him versus Khabib again. I mean, Masvidal is really, really good. Really, really good. Um, But, like... Conor doesn't have a ground game. They're relative ground games. Yeah. mm. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. Masvidal-Conor would be exciting. I, I think Masvidal was just... Con- it'd be exciting because it's a stand-up fight. Right, I, th- I think Masvidal would Connor knock him would out. would just be him choking him out for two rounds and e- getting another tap. E- yeah, that's basically... Masvidal would be more exciting because he would probably just knock him out in- within a couple rounds. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's yeah. just, it would be... I would reckon it would be a largely stand-up fight. Yeah, which I which much is, prefer. Let's be real. It's a lot more fun to watch, but you don't always win that way. <laughs> well, Masvidal's done it so far. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, and A.B. and Delonte. Well. Dudes, figure it out. Dudes. Well, A.B.'s kind of... He got some head issues, I think. Yeah. Or either that or he's just crazy. Which I would believe both. But I'm going I'm to go with a little bit of both, to be honest. Yeah, so uh, my thought... Fuck Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry yes. is a bitch. Mm-hmm. Let the kid play... Or stop be or stop sitting on the fence yeah. for so long that it splits yeah. you in half. Stop, you know, if if he's not healthy enough to play and he's only able to play like fifteen minutes. <laughs>